welcome back to Cottonmouth MCR. The MCR stands for Manchester, by the way, and not My Chemical Romance, which bewildered at least one listener to the first series, just to make sure that it's clear. It's been a long time since we last forced our way into your consciousness, and a few things have changed along the way, but I remain Vaughan Allen, Chief Exec at CityCo in the City Centre Business Improvement District. Back in the heady days of 2017 when we started, the only Manchester podcasts existing had the word United in the title, or wallowed in musical nostalgia. We were the first podcast dedicated to the city's business community, talking about the development of the city centre and its history and plotting its future. Not so these days, when everyone feels the need to speak to the world and help build this city. But we're not bitter, just proud of leading the way. So Cottonmouth is refreshed for 2023, and I'll be talking a little about the new format at the end. However, while we were planning this new season, the chance for an emergency pod came up, and of course we leapt on it. So today we're talking about a major new music event coming to Manchester in October 2023. We have an exclusive, and no one, bar the founders and the owners of the event of course, can take it away from us. I'm sitting down around a virtual table with Ollie Wilson and Sarah Pearson to talk about Beyond the Music. Now there's a full disclosure here that CityCo and the Manchester Bid are founding supporters of the event, but that's because we think it will be amazing for the city. Ollie, as some of you know, began his career in the media as a producer and presenter at BBC One and BBC Five Live Radio, and went on to become a concert promoter at AEG Live and Coachella. Most recently, he's set up his social enterprise Piecemeal in Manchester, a bakery and kitchen supporting people in need. Ollie is proud to be the great Tony Wilson's son, the broadcaster, journalist and creator of Factory Records and the Hacienda Nightclub, the man who very much created modern Manchester. Sarah founded Wasted Youth Music over 25 years ago, building a leading culture, communications and artist management company specialising in all areas of creativity, from music, art, TV, film to events and charities and everything else. She was nominated for Woman of the Year at the Women in Music Awards and PR Campaign of the Year at the Music Week Awards. I hope you enjoy the conversation. So welcome to Sarah and Ollie. Uh, talking about Behind the Music, let's start with you, Ollie. What is Behind the Music? Thanks for having us, Vaughan. Uh, Beyond the Music, in a word, is a response to a crisis that the music industry is currently facing. And it's an existential crisis and it's trying to find it, its its way into this bold new future, the, the new cultural economy. and. You know, music's kind of gone beyond the music industry now, out into tech, content, gaming, government, etc. This is the new cultural economy that, that that we're trying to define at Beyond the Music. It's a response from the industry who, who who need a forum for debate. And it's also a response to Manchester that is experiencing yet another cultural and economic renaissance. And, you know, there was demand from from the city for something like this to be happening again. So what is it? <laughs> Beyond the Music is a three-day international music conference taking place in Manchester, October 11 till the 14th, 2023. There's also an adjoining new music festival that is going to be taking over the whole city centre in music venues, unusual spaces, rooftops, hotels, retail. We want to make Manchester the global destination for music on that particular weekend in October. And overall, realign us as being the global capital of music. Uh, so we have this conference and we don't want to call it a conference. We we don't want to use that word. I'm going to call it an event because it, it's not just a conference. We're not just a talking shop. You know, we're here to make positive change. So Beyond the Music is also a cooperative. Um, we're incorporating as, as, as a cooperative. 
and everybody that's coming to the conference will have a stake and a say in shaping the future. And uh, we're the first conference to have an integrated decision-making structure as well. So it's very exp- exciting. It's also slightly experimental. I love the idea of of yet another renaissance in Manchester. It does feel we're constantly, you know, I don't think <laughs> we can call it a renaissance when it's almost constant change. Um, Sarah, we're talking on Friday, uh, no, Thursday, aren't we? We're talking on, so uh, before the launch, but this will be going out on Tuesday the 14th. Yes. Uh, early that morning, assuming everything goes well, um, what's happening at South by Southwest? Yeah, it's so exciting. New Order, who are our first music ambassadors, are launching with a headline show at the Moody Theatre at South by Southwest, which is another music convention that takes place every year in Austin, Texas. So at 10 o'clock that night, we'll be launching and announcing Beyond the Music. And then the day, yeah, you'll be waking up to those pictures and news all on our social channels. And then that night at South by Southwest, we'll be doing a um, new music showcase, um, showcasing some of the best talent from across the UK at a venue called Half Step in Austin, Texas. Why was the decision taken to launch it in Texas rather than in Manchester itself? Because we're a global conference so we're not just wanting to talk to ourselves we're wanting to attract everyone from across the globe who's interested in the new cultural economy you know we're not just as ollie said we've incorporated as a cooperative we're not a talking shop we don't just want to talk to ourselves we want to talk to it we need everyone to resolve the problems we're facing and so that's why we're launching it south by southwest and it's amazing that south by southwest have been so supportive with us and you know another music conference so that just shows you the real momentum for the industry wanting to find solutions to the problems they face at the moment. I think having having moved around Manchester for the last 12, 15 years, um, why can't we have a South by Southwest has been one of the more common statements over the last last few years. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it differs as much as how it's the same. Um, Ollie, you talked a lot about an existential crisis. What space do you think Beyond the Music will fill in the music business, in the cultural business? Um, and what do you hope to achieve with it? Well, through being a cooperative, we're offering the industry a chance to create alliances between businesses and organisations that probably ordinarily wouldn't speak to one another. And that's what's really interesting about doing it as a cooperative. We're offering that space for people to come together outside of the usual business framework to create strategic alliances that are going to shape what this new cultural economy looks like. And and it's not just the the industry um, that's going to be at work during Beyond the Music, you know, also putting the focus on artists. And the fact is that that relationship is broken at the moment and it needs resetting. So the industry needs to find its way, but so too does the artist. They're at the bottom of the pile at the moment. And I think with the new wave of technology that's coming through this year, in terms of Web3 and decentralized platforms, all the way through to artificial intelligence, you know, things are going to change massively and things are going to swing back, I believe, towards the artist's favor. So Beyond the Music is a place for us to come together and, and, and find out how this is going to happen and also take actions on how this is going to happen. Yeah, there's there's a lot of work that we're doing around the ethical practices in the music industry. We need a root and branch change, really. You know, we've got a window of opportunity to get our house in order so that it's a thriving, diverse, equal, sustainable, fair place to work to live you know we uh, we scratch the surface probably of the true value of the cultural powerhouse that is music 
Um, so the opportunities are there. It's just a case of evolving and innovating. And bizarrely enough, the music industry finds it hard to do both of those things, even though it's full of cultural innovators and producers. And changing the very nature of how we live and breathe in the industry is really important for the future of the industry, for the future of the artists, for the future of music within culture in the UK and across the globe. I think there's a drive for social justice as well. And, and you know, that's really strong with what we're doing. And yes, whilst we are launching at South by Southwest next week, we have already had an activation in Manchester. We did hold um, a forum, a symposium to be precise, um, the November before last. And, you know, the amount of people that turned up and the passion that came through in that meeting, there is a need for a rally on social justice in the music business, you know, both on a global scale, but locally as well. Um, there was some research done a few years ago on the music ecosystem in Manchester. And if you put the demographics of Manchester and the demographics of the music scene next to one another, they just don't match up at all. And, you know, there really needs to be a drive for access and a drive for inclusion in the music industry that, that really needs to change at the moment. And not just that, you know, the decentralisation of the music industry as well. As with other industries in the UK, it's all based around London. There's so much talent natural talent in Manchester and and it's leaving unfortunately so we need to build an ecosystem that nurtures and builds rather than nurtures and then and then all the talent leaves um, and moves to London and other countries. And I, and I think that you know lends itself to, to the fact that there's a need for more infrastructure in the music business in Manchester it just isn't here at the moment I mean there are a few a few you know bits and bobs around the city people doing great work some great businesses but there's not enough I think a really great example a really great success story is Adex with NQ Live and what he's done there and we need more of that when we have successful businesses here in Manchester they reinvest into the city and into talent here you know, we want to drive that um, and support and nourish an ecosystem here in Manchester um, through holding beyond the music here. The other thing is to be, to be able to do that and to sort of deliver this national strategy for music that even the government have called for. We have to be organised and smart about it. And again, that's something the music business hasn't been great at in the past. So another reason for Beyond the Music to bring people together forge alliances and find solutions so that we can build these infrastructures in Manchester and across the world. Yeah, there does seem to be this issue where you've still got a lot of stuff in the industry that's very top down, which I can certainly remember of the whole mechanism. And, and you'll, you'll remember, Sarah, from, you know, uh, if you get signed, then you have the, the, you're taken through the cookie cutter of the press process and the marketing process. And, and me as a journalist is called in on, you know, one of 15 journalists to interview the new band on a particular day or whatever. Um, and then uh, that's a complete disconnect from my teen daughters who are discovering discovering fragments of music through TikTok or whatever and playing tracks that my friends made 30 years ago and there seems to be no connection with, but then making stuff and loading it up onto SoundCloud or whatever. And and where that mechanism sits between, you know, this this podcast is hosted on SoundCloud. So I get all sorts of strange things um, sent, sent to me by people who start following me, wanting me to listen to their music, which is great. But there is appears to be a complete disconnect between that top down model and that bottom up model and how it actually works and flows and indeed returns revenue to the artists, presumably. 
Well, that's what we want to see. We want to see revenue with artists. We want to see revenue with management and, and independent labels, because as I said, you know, they reinvest it. And this is like the bold new frontier, which is changing this year. As we speak, it's it's all changing. And the music industry risks being left out in the cold again, like it did with the, you know, the digitization in the, the 90s and early noughties. And have you got buy-in and support from the music biz as to, to come along and actually find out and work that this isn't being resistant to um, the changes? No. And, and one of the great things about Beyond the Music is the momentum behind it um, with the industry, with Manchester. You know, this started from industry interest. Uh, people came knocking on our door asking us to do it. And we've actually done two industry roundtables Um down in London in the big smoke, um, attended by the likes of Spotify, um, Universal Records, Warners, etc., uh, etc. Et so there's great appetite for it. And I just think there are a lot of conversations happening individually and in different offices and different workspaces, but um, not being had collectively. And there's there's a big appetite for, for that to happen. Yeah, we're not saying anyone's the baddie here. We're not saying Spotify, you're bad. You know, major record companies, you're bad. We're saying let's all get in a room and talk about how this is going to be a more fruitful relationship for the future. You know, how we can really like create, you know, true value in music because that it's been a problem for a long time that that the value of music has been undervalued and you know with with tech and gaming and other brilliant innovative industries using music I think we have to redefine that you talked a bit about Adex and, and I think what um they what he is doing is is really interesting in Northern Court Music not least for uh, bringing Ardwick Green, which is one of my favourite little spots, uh, back into life and sort of creating that as a, uh, a creative hub. I think that's amazing. If only we could redirect the A6, I think that would be a beautiful little tranquil place <laughs> to create music or, and whatever. But you talked about you want more to see more of those. So how over the next few years do you think um, what you're doing can really help put those those new businesses into place, those new people into place that sort of can create those new links uh, within Manchester, which is what we're looking at? Well, we're creating this huge marketplace that's going to happen once a year over several days, a global marketplace that's going to happen here in Manchester. And I think it's a lot about making connections and um, enabling people to do business and to make deals that, you know, they can carry with them beyond beyond the music here in Manchester. And maybe I guess that's going to like fuel the ecosystem, we're hoping, and also giving people access to the tools and the information and the education that they need. So it's not just at the Midland. We're also going to be doing stuff over the road at Central Library, which is free to access. And people can come and learn about anything in, in the industry. We have loads of amazing content content that's going to be going in there. So I think about educating people as well. And we're also creating opportunities through our social programs, which is a big USP of, of Beyond the Music. We have an Access All Areas Schools program that's going to go out doing workshops in schools around Manchester. We have the Legacy Project, which will be supporting 10 young people, each from a different borough of 
Greater Manchester each year to further their careers in the music business. And um, we're also doing one called Live Live, which is supporting grassroots music venues um, that we're delivering with Music Venues Trust. And we're aiming to create a fringe touring circuit around around the boroughs of Manchester. So these are the kind of activities that we've gone go that we've got going on all year round. And these are the kind of things that we hope are going to support and, and nourish this this ecosystem that needs to, and I'm sure will, develop in Manchester. So for a, a punter coming, because you've been talking a lot about the business side, but for a punter coming to Manchester or, or being in Manchester, how are they going to experience this event? What are they actually going to see? Yeah, so we have the festival element, which is kind of wrapped around the conference. And there's there's several different elements to that, really. So we have our anchor venues, which is your traditional grassroots venues, such as Band on the Wall and Night and Day and Gulliver's, etc., where you will be able to see over the course of three days the best new music in the world. Our, our booking policies, local, national and international, about 75% is going to be brand new music that you've never heard before. And 25% maybe acts that you already do bringing out new new material. Uh, that's going to be amazing. And it's going to spread over three years. So year one is Northern Quarter. In the second year, we're going to add Midtown, which is, you know, uh, Deansgate, Spinning Fields, Albert Square area. And then year three, we're going to add Oxford Road Corridor. So ultimately... It's essentially going to be Glastonbury Festival just in in, in, in a city centre. And outside of the venue... I was going to say with less mud, but I'm not always convinced that would be the case, actually. <laughs> it, it depends if we plan anything in Piccadilly Gardens, I suppose, for the mud. And outside... I, I can't the, comment on that one. <laughs> outside of the venues, um, we also have the Skyline series. Uh, we're, we're planning for a major artist to appear on the roof of Primark in Piccadilly, uh, also on the roof of the Midland, uh, potentially on the roof of some car parks, we really want to frame Manchester and platform Manchester and show it to the rest of the world in, in all of its glory. So these things will be streamed um, going out across the world. And beyond that, we want to create a map across the whole of the city centre that gets people coming into town all day, coming in in the morning, seeing a band, having some lunch and, you know, spending the whole day and, and evening there. So hotels, retail spaces, anybody with any spaces, we'd love to hear from you if you want to do something, if you want to host an artist, if you want to host a workshop or a talk, we want to open up the city centre and, and make, um, make it into a destination, a music destination. So we'd love to hear from anybody that would like to work with us on that brilliant how do you find i think i don't think this is pure just about manchester because it happens in other cities as well how do you manage to keep driving forward and finding new influences because manchester is very in hoc to some of its past acts and obviously you've got new order opening why why wouldn't you have particularly with the anniversary of blue monday a couple of weeks back but how do you find that balance for that new energy coming through and actually not allowing yourselves or indeed the city to sort of rest on its laurels and just end up like Liverpool only talking about the Beatles? Well, we're all about progress. We're all about making change and change by its very definition is different every time. Um, I mean, change has been a constant in Manchester for the last few hundred years at the very least. So in that sense, you know, we're sticking true to that tradition, but the change that's happening at the moment in the industry and for artists and for music as a whole um, is unprecedented and has never been seen or done before. So we're keeping in line with our traditions, but treading new ground at the same time. I remember um, having a conversation on the, on your your dad's radio show where we where when I was at Urbis, we were just about to do a Hacienda exhibition and he had absolutely no interest in the Hacienda exhibition, <laughs> but he was very interested in the hip hop exhibition that we were doing at the time. So um, right. keeping that balance is, is a, a family trait, I think. Um, Sarah, what, 
what's your vision of where this is going to be in 10 years time and and if it, if all goes well what impact is it going to have on the business and on manchester as well i think for manchester what we've already discussed you know creating that infrastructure so there's a healthy ecosystem there's so much talent it just needs nurturing and um i think you know we're getting there in manchester but it just needs a bit more help i think again you know for the industry it's about alliances and finding ways forward, like, you know, the economics of streaming, for example, which is still being argued about, um, and artists are suffering. So it's really finding ways forward for the industry in order to operate in a thriving and exciting and innovative way and not letting sort of old fashioned infrastructures and ideas hold us back from what could be a really exciting, fruitful future. So, yeah, I think in 10 years, Beyond the Music will be a destination for delivering international um, strategy for music, you know, which again is, you know, what I said before, that in order to have goals and, and reach them, you have to be organised and smart about it. And I think that's what will be, and will be known for sort of, you know, previewing the most exciting live music on the planet as well because you know there has been this thing like you were saying earlier lost you know live music has changed and the way people consume music has changed and we want to put the spotlight back on live music the live music industry has really suffered over the pandemic um, and there's a lot of work around that you know that we're doing and yeah so all of those things and more hopefully excellent very very ambitious I have to say as the dad of a 14 year old and having gone to loads of gigs with her the pure joy of being able to go to a thrash metal gig that starts at 7 30 in the evening rather than having to stay up till midnight as seems to now be the thing is is absolutely amazing um and as i've tweeted many times uh young people and their love of music never changes and is still continually amazing and continually engaging and the um, other thing about music is sorry to interrupt is that it brings people together you know, music is so exciting and such, you know, in the UK, we are lucky to be really good at it, almost naturally really good at it. So we need to support it. You know, government needs to support it. All the cities around the UK need to support it. But Manchester has always been a beating heart of the, you know, of music in the UK. So, yeah. So this is the perfect place for Beyond the Music. Um Finally, where can people find out more? And and when are the sort of future announcements going to be made? Beyondthemusic.co.uk. Also go beyond on social channels. Uh, go to our website. All the information is there and you can register for a delegates pass and uh, you can get in touch with us if there's anything that you want to discuss. Uh, but yeah, beyondthemusic.co.uk is the best place to go. That's brilliant. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Ollie. Uh, I'm sure we will be speaking very soon. Enjoy South by Southwest. Um, <laughs> and enjoy the four o'clock, the ten four o'clock release of the all the news. It's wonderful. Thank you, Thank Vaughan. you very much. Thanks, Vaughan. Thank you. Thanks to Sarah and Ollie for joining us. And there'll be loads more coming out about Beyond the Music in the next few weeks and months. As I said at the beginning, this is an emergency pod to get the news out in Manchester just as it's released at South by Southwest. But Cottonmouth will be back for a regular series in the next month or so. As before, we'll be interviewing the players, punters and promoters of the city centre business community, looking at new businesses, but we'll also be letting you know about changes to the city centre, the events coming, transport changes, how the city is doing. 
all in an easy to digest format you can take on your commute. Because of course, you are commuting back into the city, aren't you? And alongside those monthly episodes, we'll be recording a series of Manchester listicles, which is frankly a terrible name and all my fault. We'll be looking at the most influential books about Manchester, the most important pieces of film and TV, the best buildings, the most enticing characters from its history, and the most important events. We'll have lots of guests and lots of discussion, all part of us getting better at talking about the history of the city. So please subscribe and leave a review if you didn't in the dim and distant past, or leave a new one if you already have. I'm still on the musky Twitter at CottonmouthMCR, where you can contact me with ideas or thoughts, and I might reply in between talking about obscure bands from the 1980s. Thanks for joining us. Production has been by the brilliant Veronica, and this has been Manchester's original, but still modern, City Centre podcast. Mm-hmm.